Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. Glad you're here. I'm Bob of that, of course, is Fish B over there on the bath, on the what? On the bath guitar? That'd be awesome if there was a bathtub guitar. Someone get on that. Forthcoming, who's ready for the Joe Rogan presidential debate? Me, me. And the term mental illness sucks and has gots to go. And horrible, horrible news for my peeps. Peeps. Which is, which is fun to say. I'm silly. I tried to say bass guitar and I said bath guitar, but then I thought about a bathtub that was also a guitar. And now my mind's running wild. We will get to uh, we will get to all your uh, all your questions here in today's fishbowl in uh, in just a moment. But first, I saw one of the greatest things today I have ever seen, and I simply have to share. If you're not currently on the west coast of the United States of America, are are you missing out? We are in the midst of, uh, dare I say, a pandemic wildfire hellscape. You can't see a thousand feet in front of you. Uh, Everything smells like you went camping and passed out way too close to a smoldering campfire. You can't walk around the block. It burns your eyes. it's, It's just terrible. And the pandemic was one thing, but then you throw this in there, too. And I think it's fair to generally describe people's moods around me as, as pissy. Everyone just seems a little, a little extra pissy since the fires and the smoke has really engulfed the entire uh, West Coast. So against that backdrop, I am driving to the Burrito Shack for lunch today, and on the sidewalk, through the smoke, um, I I, I don't mean this uh, in any kind of offensive way, but the description is important. I saw on the sidewalk, I saw a bigger lady with clear health conditions because she was buckled into a motorized wheelchair, and she she was just scooting on the sidewalk, right hand on the joystick, but her left hand was holding the hand of her man walking beside her. And if you saw each partner individually, maybe you would, uh, maybe you would have some empathy. Uh, uh, Maybe you would think to yourself, damn, that is a, that is a tough road of, of a life that, that they've got to deal with. You, you might think that uh, upon seeing them individually, but 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 seeing them together it was it was it was just beautiful and it was cute and it was adorable and it made me smile and maybe just maybe uh, reaffirm my belief in love and there's this crazy fucking spaceship called Earth flies through the fucking universe, you know. Maybe everything is gonna be okay. It was just it was just a beautiful beautiful thing to see and. Uh, yeah, I just, I just loved it. I just loved it and, uh, and wanted to share that before we do anything. And with that, Fish B, let's get to question one, little buddy. What's up? Question one, let's do it. How can the president be so positive the election is rigged? 
There's actually a, a very simple answer here. Even though we all know that so much of, whether you love Trump or not, so much of what he says is total, complete, utter bullshit. We, ju we just accept that going in. But how can he be so positive the election is going to be rigged? Because he's the one rigging it. I know it seems like a million political years ago, but remember the guy that got impeached for illegally bribing foreign countries for dirt on Biden? Remember that guy? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's the president, and he's, he's still up to it. God fucking knows what Rudy's doing. Creepy Rudy. His Justice Department has, at the very least, a blind eye to any foreign interference that helps Team Trump. The president, even though it's a felony, is actively encouraging people to vote twice. He's fucking with the post, the post office right before our eyes. And oh, by the way, every single day, Day, he spews so much nonsense about the election process. He's intentionally poisoning the well to the point that if he loses, millions and millions of Americans will never accept the result. And that is uncharted waters for this country. Forget the pandemic. Forget that we're on fire. Fire, or if you're in South, here comes in the South. Here comes a horrible storm, and, and we're thinking about you too. But Jesus, fuck, man, oh man, he's not sure of much, but he's sure about this: the election is gonna be rigged. And how does he know that? Because he's the one rigging it. What's next, Fishby? Why do you despise the term mental illness? I despise the term mental illness because it's, it's just become so fucking loaded at this point. Despite the last few years, it has gotten better with, with tons of, of mental health awareness and people that have mental health issues being more open and honest about that. We are improving as a society when it comes to understanding the ramifications of taking care of ourselves and taking care of each other when it comes to mental health. That's a fact. We are, we are, we are trending in the right direction. But as part of that process, mental illness as someone that's bipolar and has a bunch of other shit, I'm not sick. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not sick. And illness implies that I'm sick and mental illness. No one wants to be around a mentally ill person. No one wants to work with a mentally ill person. It is a loaded fucking term and we need to pull the switcheroo. But here's where I run into trouble because I'm not sure what that switcheroo is. Brain disease? It seems better. Mind disorder? Syndrome? I'm not sure what the appropriate terminology is, the best way to frame it going forward. I just know that mental illness needs to change. That's not working for anyone too loaded of a term. And that's why I just despise it.
What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fish B. Still fun. Last show, did you seriously sneak Aaron Carter's cock into a Pope joke? Uh, uh, I mean, one man's sneak is, is another man's finagle. Another man's finagle. And, uh, and I do love this Pope. And I do love Catholics. All the best drinkers, all the best partiers around the world almost are, are Catholic. Irish, Catholic. Italians, Catholic. Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. All the fun people. All the dancers. They're all, they're all Catholic. I don't like these, these Protestant and Puritanical values. What was the question? Oh, yeah. Aaron Carter's cock of the Pope. Um, love Pope. Love Catholics. And it was, it was, it was moderately funny. I don't think it's going to go in the, uh, the podcast hall of fame vault or anything. That said, um, Catholics have a sense of humor. And if you've got that church's shameful and despicable track record of systematic pedophilia, I think Aaron Carter's cock is the last cock that the Catholics need to be devoting any time to any time at all. Ow! Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Fish B. And, and now, th- thanks to Fish B, uh, unwittingly, five straight shows. Five straight shows. First podcast in history to ever, in five consecutive shows, make a reference to uh, Aaron Carter's cock. If we have a gravestone one day, put it on it. Put it on the tomb. We're down. What's next? Go ahead. What? What's next? Go, go, go. Would you watch the Joe Rogan presidential debate? I know Joe Rogan is polarizing. But to the people that hate Joe Rogan, he is so much smarter than you give him credit for. And he even mocks himself when he does stand up as, oh, the Fear Factor guy got you. But he, he's so much, I mean, to do, to do stand up, to do uh, the MMA uh, uh, commentary and, and the ringside stuff, and be a husband, and be a dad, and be a friend. I mean, that dude has a lot of fucking brain power, and he does great interviews. And he threw out there that he wants Trump and Biden to come and join him for four fucking hours. No commercials, no audience, just Rogan, the experience, and the candidates, and it would be amazing. And Trump jumped on it right away saying he'll be there because I think because Trump's friends, and this is a little bit in the weeds, but he's friends with uh, UFC president Dana White. And obviously Dana White and Joe Rogan have a connection. So Trump thinks that's going to be a friendly fucking venue, but it's not because Trump only has a basic working knowledge of anything to say one or two sentences about it. and, and, And that's it. 
He doesn't have a deep understanding of any issue and he would be so exposed for the moron, in my opinion, that he is. But Trump, Trump says he's there. And I think Grandpa Joe, I mean, Grandpa's going to need some bathroom breaks. But I think Grandpa Joe should, uh, should call Trump's bluff. I think he should do it. I don't think he's gonna, but I, God, I, I just, I just, I, I wish he would. I wish he would. Um, and maybe, just maybe, we'll get like because the debates right now, you know, the schedule, it's, uh, it's coming up quick. Uh, first one is uh, Tuesday, September 29th, uh, Fox News, Chris Wallace uh, moderates. Then Wednesday, October 2nd, is the vice presidential debate. Uh, Susan Page, uh, USA Today opinion writer and, and frequent uh, television pundit Susan Page, she moderates. Then Thursday, October 15th, Steve Scully moderates, and I guess he works at C-SPAN, who apparently has employees. Who knew? And then one week later, the last debate, October 22nd, on a Thursday, NBC. NBC News White House correspondent Kristen Welker is going to uh, moderate that. None of those, not near as good as them doing Joe Rogan. Come on, Grandpa Joe. Call Trump's bluff. Do it! What's next, Fishby? I mean, we, we're not going to get an answer from Biden now. Just, just go. <laughs> yeah, go. What are you waiting for? Go! diverse is your sauce portfolio you know fish me i take it back if, if i knew that this was the question we were we were rushing into i wouldn't have been in such a rush to get to it how diverse is my sauce portfolio that's a reference to there's like a mcdonald's commercial that's running during the the, the nba playoffs I'll tell you my favorite right now. I'm just addicted to it. Ever since I tried a couple years ago, the, the, the garlic parm wing sauce, like from Buffalo Wild Wings, and you can buy it. But I, I put it on my rotisserie chicken. I, I dip my hard-boiled eggs in it. I'll dip garlic bread in it, like garlic parm sauce. Like, that, uh, that's the sauce. Oh, man. Ugh. I mean, we could have talked about sauce all day. Thank God we didn't. There's Isaiah's music, obviously, which means we've reached today's final question. As always, it comes from Isaiah, the tiny player, 10-year-old executive producer, who today writes, Who's your favorite player in the NBA? I do love me some hoops. Always have, always will. My favorite player in the NBA... Other than Golden State's Clay Thompson, because we graduated from Washington State University the same fucking year. May 2011, we were there. It was great. Um, Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart. He's just a bad motherfucker. He's just a bad dude. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. And I mean all this in the nicest possible way, which is going to sound weird. But Marcus Smart rolls out there. His, his hair's always all fucked up. He's got lesions on his face. Half of his tattoos look like they were done in prison. Sometimes he looks like he just slept outside for three days and wandered in to play some basketball in some strange-smelling sweatpants. That's kind of his look, but he's great, and he's a Good dude, and the Celtics are fun to watch. Marcus Smart is, is my favorite player in the NBA. 
both the conference finals, Lakers, Clippers in the West, and then Celtics, Heat in the East? Bubble playoffs are the best. That's going to be a war. Both those series. Before we get to the finale, if you ever have a question for the show, you can find us reluctantly, but we're there on Instagram and Twitter at Bob's Fishbowl and at Bob Van Dyne. And according to Google, Bob'sFishbowl.com is in fact a website. Explore for yourself. And now, my friend, time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and or the finale. Kick it, Fish B. Peeps, I've got some bad news about Peeps, the molded marshmallow candy confection in Halloween and Christmas and even Valentine's 2021. Before the pandemic, they were producing 5.5 million Peeps per day or about 2 billion Peeps per year of those little fuckers. But now, because of virus factory stoppages, there will be no peeps until next Easter. And there goes all my good camming ideas until Easter, I guess. And if you've been wondering, like me, where the fuck Michael Bloomberg and his big fat fucking wallet have been since he nabbed all those prestigious American Samoa delegates, whoop, there it is. Between now and election day, he's bombarding Florida with $100 million in TV ads. And you heard that right, $100 million just in Florida. Good luck, Don. Captain America Chris Evans accidentally tweeted a picture of his erect dick and quickly deleted it, but it was already too late. And where was his shield? And Conor McGregor allegedly showed his dick to some married lady at a bar in the south of France, and she wants to press charges. And that lady should shut the fuck up, because we're in a pandemic wildfire hellscape, and she's at a fucking bar in the south of fucking France, and it's only a dick. And if this doesn't scream 2020, I don't know what does. A homeless YouTuber live-streamed himself shitting in Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco driveway, and apparently that's entertainment now. And lastly, international woman of mystery and Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling isn't dead, but that hasn't stopped the hashtag J.K. Rowling is dread from trending everywhere, leading actual humans to believe she actually is dead, because once upon a time under another pen name, she wrote a novel about a transvestite serial killer, and that led to her being accused of being anti-trans, and that led to her being Twitter cancelled, and that led to her being Twitter dead. What a plot twist. The end. Thank you, Fishby. Thank you. Yeah, weird one today. Weird, fun, but weird one, you know? We're, we're, just, we're, we're just a guy in his extra-dimensional musical genius in a fishbowl trying to make a weekday podcast. What do we know? Uh, I do know this. The only way that this audio spectacle grows is if someone just like you shares it. And with that, until manana, say adios, Fishbee.